following podcast may contain a dash of popular profanities. I really have to piss. Oh, but I'm going to hold it. I thought you used to do those uh, piss while we were on the show all the time. No. What, with the video game yeah. quotes? Yeah. yeah, but you took the piss out of it. Piss. You took the piss out of it for me, so I don't want to do it anymore. What do you mean I took the piss out of it? Uh, you know, you know how this goes. You're uh, mean, you're passive aggressive, oh you take the piss God. out of stuff. Let me just see. Nope. My microphone's still two inches wide. I thought it might grow over the uh, the weeks. <laughs> Welcome to Pick of the Buck, the version of We Talk Games that is only is, is available now only. Unless you want to listen to back episodes where you get more. You get more Picka for your Bucka. We pick the buck at the end of the show, and I'll tell you about that. But for now, all you need to know is that you take a bunch of bucks, you put your names on them, you put them in a coin change machine at the local arcade, and if you win, you uh, find out everybody's name. We go over one arcade game a, a, a week. Here is a weekly program. Am I recording? Yes, that's good. That's always good. Uh, my clue last week was Jet Boot Jackhammer. No, my clue last week was Icarus's Harry Butt Crack and Nutsack. Uh, yeah, also- why? <laughs> well... <laughs> Well, I'll talk about it when we talk about this game. My first clue was Stan Lee, which, uh, which Kyle believed I gave away the whole thing. And so he said Jack Kirby. Jack the King Kirby. So you might think the game is the king. But it's actually 1996 joint by Playmark. And it's in the line of the adult video game titles that we sometimes bring up. Kyle, I think you brought up the first adult title. Oh, don't pin the blame on me. Outside of Stinky. Stinky brought up adult titles a long time ago. Especially yeah. for the NES, his nuts and milk. And I don't know if my game was as explicit as this game either. No, it was not. This yeah. is by far the nicest models in their 16-bit pixelated forms. <laughs> and uh, They're straight up pictures. Yeah, they, they are, but they're digitized you know, a bit. Wait, you know what yeah. my hint should have been? What? That one Bush? chick kind of looks like a dude. That one chick does look like a dude. Oh, my <laughs> God. It is, it a, is dude. a dude. That's the giveaway. Excelsior is the name of the game. Excelsior! <laughs> fuck you, Stan Lee. Yeah. You, you fuck up all my guys that you created. <laughs> wow. He did. Jack you Kirby know? and Stan Lee wrote the best and final Fantastic Four. It's never well, gonna get as good as that. And really, Jack Kirby wrote it. Jack but. Kirby, right? And here, here's, 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 here, here's what'll give. Here, here's what's gonna sum up Stan Lee. Christ, for, get it forever. out already! I'm getting it. And I'm gonna get it out right with out, this game. It's right Same. out of Stan Lee's mouth. Right out of Stan Lee's oh. mouth. Expl- 
explains his whole involvement with comics. Now, I'm not going to say that what he did with uh, Schischler, with the Captain America and stuff like that, that, that was good. He, he, you know, he wrote words. He filled the word balloons. That's what Stanley did. But this is right out of Stanley's mouth. He said, somebody said to him, are you going to do any more Silver Surfer or Fantastic Four or whatever? I can't re- recall the exact comic. Are you going right. to do any more We'll say Fantastic. Are you going to do any for Fantastic Force? And Stanley's response was exactly this: As soon as Jack draws them, I will write it. Yeah. So it really was mostly Kirby, you know, or Ditko or whoever he's working with. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, this. but that that is like the Marvel method of comic writing, or at least it was back then, where the artist drew the story and then the writers came in. Whereas DC. It was kind of the opposite of that, where the script came first and then the art. Maybe Stan Lee had something to do with that, starting that as the Marvel method. I, I'm not I'm not sure. I'm not gonna say that Stan Lee's story isn't fantastic. It's good. You can there's there's a lot of books out of, about it behind the scenes at Marvel Comics and stuff like that. And it's quite interesting. I don't I don't slight the guy, but you can tell that when he consults on the movies or the animated series, he takes the thing that brings the people to the game and just completely throws a giant robot spider in it, although that wasn't uh, that wasn't, no, a that wasn't him. A Superman. But, but I mean, that's Lee, he does that type of thing, you know what I mean? Stan Lee is like Steven Spielberg in that Steven Spielberg is a great ambassador for film. Stan Lee is a great ambassador for comics. And the general masses completely forget any time either of those two people put out shit. We all re- right. It's true. We, yeah, we all I remember St- we, Steven Spielberg for the great movies that he put out, like E.T., Close yep. Encounters of the Third Kind, mm-hmm. Schindler's List. Yeah. We forget about AI, yeah. you know? That's Same not thing. even the worst, yeah. And that's not even the worst. Stan Lee, we remember him for Fantastic Four and, and Hulk and Iron Man, and we forget him for things like uh, the joint venture he did with, what was it, Stripperella? Oh, or real, uh, yeah, yeah. And or they, uh, when he started Kaboom Comics and and or whatever that was called and lost everybody's money. What about Nick Fury? Nick Fury with a Baywatch guy in it. David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff is Nick Fury. He liked those Baywatch people. Pamela Anderson. Right. And you're right. Hasselhoff. But he's an old dude. Of course, he's, he's like. Old, I that. saw that television show Baywatch. Excelsior. All that being said, I'm not knocking either one of those people, and I think that they are talented, and they did do a lot of good things for both of their arts. Batteries not included. (laughs) You didn't like that movie? I don't think I liked it. Did he do Short Circuit? No, he didn't. No disassemble! (laughs) Short Circuit 2, though, you got to admit, that's great right there. I can't remember. Filmmaking... Genius. A single frame of celluloid from that movie. I don't uh, know if I ever saw it. I'll sum it up. Eve, Eve. What was the name of that? <sighs> Shit. You could never get away with that today with uh, a white actor going uh, brown face and playing like a Pakistani scientist. <laughs> Seriously, that's fucked up. All right. That's some I know. Shit happening. Well, it's, but it's, no disassemble. <laughs> I love saying that line. It's a very good line, but it's it's no uh, breakfast at Tiffany's. Well, we already talked me. about that with Kicker. We did. No, but come we did. back, Joe. <laughs> we didn't talk about it. 
actually. Well, I talked about the marquee being horribly racist. Yeah, but we forgot to talk about Breakfast at Tiffany's. (laughs) We we forgot to mention Mickey Rooney. That happened on the episode you guys didn't hear. Deal with it. That was on the warm-up episode. You know what? Maybe if we get more five-star reviews, we'll release some lost episodes. Yes, yes. Okay, so let's talk about Excelsior. A good name for this would have been Jet Boot Jackhammer of Nudes. Uh, Uh, Sure. This must be the deepest, most diverse, and acid-inspired version of an adult title I've ever played. Um, I know why you like this game. Why is that? Two things. The short-haired girl sucking on an icicle? (laughs) Short-haired girl sucking on an icicle. Yeah. And you got your fucking spread needle in there, too. (laughs) I don't even know what a spread needle is. (laughs) This game, I will agree... Ton more thought than even Playgirls had, and I, and I actually said that Playgirls was like a, uh, a better breakout, or or much like Arkanoid. This is like its own thing. I think <laughs> we talked about this last week about spiritual successors. Yeah, I could see this game mechanic, just the mechanic, not the game itself. Yeah, but the idea of this mechanic being the spiritual successor to a Mister Driller or a uh, a Dig Dug type universe. I think this would fit perfectly on our tap tap play mobile devices now. Yeah. Yeah, you just try to you ch- what it is is they're barely of- games. <laughs> they just <laughs> touch a screen. Yeah. The theme of this game is a shooter, uh, much like your title Diagogo was considered a shooter. This one sort of really is a shooter and it's also a chiseler. You yeah. start out with a giant tree trunk or a giant piece of granite or giant rock or moon rock needles or something under the sea or mm-hmm. anything like this and it's just a giant monolith and inside of this monolith is your nude picture right so you're mostly women uh, yeah <laughs> we'll get to that later you have three characters to choose from why this is like one of the because they're games. radical dudes this is one of the only adult titles where i know that you actually can choose to be like <laughs> a different character the main uh, dude i guess mr Jetboot jackhammer has uh, jackhammer there's a lady with something right out of gi joe and the marauders or whatever rifle with a circular saw on the end of it the last fellow the, the luigi to the mario and he has uh, a chainsaw. They all make a jackhammer noise, and they all do the same thing. And there's no advantage of being any one of the three people. But if you choose a lady, you get to look at her uh, 16-bit rear end when she's yep. chiseling she's, at the log. So. She's got the thong thong song going on there with her, with her pants. The 16-bit bounce. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> it just reminded me now of the 360 type of turning around circular thing of, uh, oh, boy. Forget it. I'll never remember the name of it. It was one of the early games that came out for the Genesis. As a, that was a real shooter. So this is basically one screen, but it vertically scrolls mm-hmm. uh, your giant monolith. And you have uh, three buttons. One is to chisel, chisel away at the rock. And then there'll be two different types of enemies that will come at you. And there's all different types of freaking environments. There's underwater, mushroom, city... Yes, yeah. mushrooms are... Like, There's animation <laughs> happening in the background, too. It is... I can't believe the amount of work put into this. I wouldn't be the surprised if this game started out as something else, and then uh, the adult aspect was dumped into it later. I don't even know who Playmark I can't, is. I should have looked them right. up. Well, we found out that Playgirls was actually put out by Taito under a, a different name, gotcha. so it's possible that this was put out by someone else. 
And the banjo music. I mean, you got to... Yeah. That's the only thing not... (laughs) Oh, my God. That music is horrible. But you sort of forget about it. Or you you just put it on mute. (laughs) You have two enemies. You get different types of power-ups for your your gun because you can also shoot at your enemies. That prevents you from chipping away at the monolith to unveil your your nude lady behind there. And then there's also a a big bomb that will clear the whole screen of the enemies. And then there's a a little boss, which is always one of the two types of enemies per screen that's a big giant, yeah, and has a lot of hits and does uh, weird things. But That aspect of the game is definitely the the aspect that eats up the quarters because the shooting mechanic isn't all that great. No, it's hard. Um, And you're timed and you got to chisel. It's much like kicks or as some people call it, quicks. Yes. Where you have to complete a certain percentile. 81%. screen. 81%. So you have to chisel away that much, much like quicks. Now, there was an adult game called Gal's Panic. Yeah. That was quicks where you'd take away the portion of the screen to reveal but again that was more of a clone whereas this game is it's kind of its own thing with chiseling away on the, at the log or the granite but for me i didn't really dig this game um because after the first couple of screens and completing it it did get repetitive yeah, i like there's it. bush there's yes there there's is pixelated bush yes um that's not enough to <laughs> hold my interest i will say that it's worth checking out just to check out this game mechanic because we probably should do more research into it to find out if this thing did start as something completely different. Once you complete the stage, you're treated to a bonus game, and that's actually what you select in the beginning. So in the beginning, there's a roster of girls and And a a really (laughs) ugly-looking girl in the bottom right-hand corner. Indeed. That chick looks like a dude. (laughs) But uh, that's what you're selecting for your bonus stage, so whatever female you or else you select, <laughs> when you go to the bonus stage, it's this brick wall that has like this graffiti. It's I guess it's not even graffiti. They just painted, and yeah. the first level is a dog fucking a pig. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, then later on, it's like a giraffe a, yeah. doing a an elephant. A, yeah. Elephant. And what you do is you break away the bricks to reveal the picture of the person you selected at the beginning of the game. Exactly. And it, it takes a couple bonus levels in order to get the 66% of the brick tiles removed. Right. For, or I think maybe it's 66% to show the broad in color, and then you get 81% to show the whole thing. And there's all sorts of coups and, and moans happening once you get to like higher percentiles when you go back to that bonus stage. Right. To entice you to keep breaking away the bricks. The game was designed just to gobble up quarters to look at nudie girls. Yeah. Uh, but, but you also uh, try to spell Excelsior in the bonus levels. And that's why yes. I had to keep playing this title because I need it for the We I did it for the We Talk games. Yeah. To find out what happens when I spell Excelsior. And I went through two of the lady pictures. The one, she's just wearing a negligee. What? Yes, forget it. Don't pick one of the ladies in the middle on top. She's got a negligee on. I was like, what the hell? Well, what about that ugly chick in the bottom right hand? Well, the first one I picked was the short-haired sideways girl sucking on that ice. Me too. She was awesome. We're kindred spirits. Yes. But then I said, well, I'm going to do it for the We Talk Games. I just need one more letter. Let me pick this ugly lady in the bottom (laughs) right-hand corner. And when I started chiseling away, it was 
obvious <laughs> that uh, I was chiseling away dudes. Um, did, you, models. did you get a, a strapping young African-American man? He was the first one. Yeah, he but was the then, first one. I was like, oh, it's a dude. <laughs> you don't see their bing bongs. They're always like grabbing down there. But it went through, and this is what I said or Stinky said. Somebody said a long time ago with a, on an ouch episode, uh, Stinky and Ouch. Um, oh, those are the best. Yeah, I love those. Digital prune. The digital prune, and then they had to change their name to the digital fart or something. But so these adult titles are mostly put in gay bars. And that ugly guy in the lower right-hand side is completely targeted at a gay demographic because you had the twink, you had the leather man, he's got the leather hat. He's got <laughs> you the, went a lot further in that. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he has the chat. Well, I had to get the S. The, I was missing one S. Okay, all right. And he had the cod piece that was studded. So you had all these these types to do. And when you unlocked the picture from the bonus stages, and there was two frogs having sex with each other, graffiti on there and like a butterfly was watching i don't know what it was it, it's they look like rat fink almost not yes, quite but I, in that I, style i agree know, with that uh, it's similar in graffiti on on this brick wall of animals having sex with one another it's <laughs> not our crumb but it's pretty close to that it's this is such a weird game that had so many different Ah, just so much work. But what happens is that ugly guy with the earring and the long hair, he's laying down like across on the head it called Chisholm. And I only had seven seconds left because <laughs> it takes 10 seconds, I guess, till it goes away. And you see his butt. And it, he's just hairy on his butt crack. And there's one hairy nut. <laughs> hairy, <laughs> giant hairy nut between his legs there. And uh, that's... Um, just a very so funny your, game. So your hint should have been your Vine video channel then. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a lot of penis bulges in there. So that's uh, Excelsior. That was great. Excelsior. You know Excelsior. What? I wouldn't be surprised if Stan Lee had his hand in, in making that <laughs> video <laughs> game. <laughs> I didn't know where that sentence was going. Uh, yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, here comes some pro player tips for you, hopefully, on how to get Icarus's hairy butt crack and nut. Magic suck will connect you. Magic suck. Hey, uh, John back with the tips and uh, basically if you want to get the most out of this game you're going to need to collect a couple of items you're going to need a lemon a noose and a sock then you're going to have to google autoerotic asphyxiation but please kids be safe okay bye bye alright now comes the time to show the ending which everybody loves where I take a dollar that I wrote my name on uh, Kyle sends in his dollar in his certified mail. And then uh, he has his name on his. I put it in a hat and I shuffle it up. I don't even have dollars to shuffle. I'm just shuffling this halo instruction to put together my magnetic flame marine. Shh, fourth wall, dude. Okay, go. Visit wetalkgames.com. Tell us what you think of the show. Tell us what games you'd like to hear about. Okay. Tell us what you think about the games that we've discussed. Maybe you've played this game and you'd like to share your experiences. Or you're disgusted with. Yeah. <laughs> Go to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. Write up something nice so people can find us and know what we're about and experience the show for themselves. 
And hey, maybe you want to just do it uh, email style. Stinky at wetalkgames.com. Send in your emails. Let Stinky the Game Master know what you'd like to hear, what you think of the show, any suggestions, comments, concerns. Let us know. Okay. And, and thank you to the people who have already. Oh, man. You're great. Ken Dudley, Robo Duke. Thank you. And the rest. Okay, I picked the buck out. And. Oh, let me guess. Oh, my gosh. You won. Not only did I win, I also won a smokeless ashtray. Wow. You hear that? Uh, this is what I wait you hear to that? show for. Smokeless ashtray technology right there, friends. That no one remembers what that is mod squad hey everybody uh hope that you enjoy us oh we got to give the hint for next week's game you know the kids love trying to figure out what game we're going to talk about next week with these hints they love it yes (laughs) my hint's gonna be (coughs) side scroller that's (laughs) awful (laughs) my hint's gonna be are those vocals it's a shitty hint too yeah. What's yours going to be? Uh, <laughs> let me look something up real quick because I haven't played it. Oh. My hint is, listen to those awesome vocal tracks. You asshole. And now T.T. Schmookins will give her We Talk Games Video Power Magazine Pickety Buck Arcade Game Audio Clue for next week. Hello, I am T.T. Schmookins. Here is next week's We Talk Games. Video Power Magazine, pick a D-Buck, Arcade Game Audio Clue. Good luck, geeks. Okay, everybody, we hope that you love us. I really hope there's vocal tracks in this game. There better be. (laughs) That's what it says. Okay, see ya. Thanks, Wikipedia. For the rest of her life, boy, you know she was sad and she was looking good, son. I called every night for like a month. Every damn night. Every night, Mitch. I ain't playing with you. On the telephone? This boy talking about on the telephone, man. Jesus, man. And the family jewels? The family jewels, man.